Hey there, badass. Are you a fitness person? Are you the fitness person you've always wanted to be? Today, we are going to talk about what is holding you back from being that 2.0 fitness person that you dream about. So hang on, we will dive in. Welcome to the Badass Reset Club, a special place where if you've lost your way, girl, we're here to help guide you back. Those club doors are opened up wide so we can discuss all things fitness, nutrition, body composition, hormones, menopause, beauty, headspace, and more. Hey there, my name's Heather. I'm a fitness expert, nutrition coach, autoimmune athlete, mom of three pretty cool kids, and married to one handsome firefighter. I started this club because after years of over-exercising, under-fueling, gaining weight, dealing with Hashimoto's disease, and experiencing hormones gone crazy, I knew there had to be a better way. So come on in, badass. Let's hit that reset together. Welcome back to the Badass Reset Club. Today we're talking about three things that are crucial for being that fitness person that you have dreamt about being. You know the one, the one who lays out their clothes, who gets up and gets their workouts done and feels amazing all day. Okay, so maybe part of that is just what we envision a fitness life is like, but we do know that there are so many benefits when it comes to your health when you have a good solid fitness plan. So let's start today with what I call the three things that are essential, the CACs. And in order of importance, they are commitment, action, and consistency. And that sounds super basic, but we're going to dive into what that really looks like. And then I'm going to give you a good variety of aspects that you can start to build your workout regimen with and stick to over a long term. So let's start off with the commitment. So if you are new to getting into a fitness program or you're someone who, you know, puts their toe in the water every once in a while, you have to make that commitment. Like that's the first thing. And if you're not ready you're not ready. And trust me, I've worked with people before that think that they're ready and they're not ready. Because what happens if you're not truly ready, you sign up for everything, you jump on in, and then you don't show up for yourself. And when you don't show up for yourself, you get frustrated and you start to think negatively about yourself. And it's a whole spiral. So today... When we're talking about commitment, we're talking about being ready. Now, you'll never be 100% ready to take anything on, but when there is a good majority of that commitment, you are ready. So committing to something, saying it out loud, saying it to other people, sharing your goal with people helps you to be committed. This recording is taking place in October. I am committed in October and I made it very public. I even have a challenge going on in my private Facebook group that I'm doing sober October and the move your butt challenge. And what that means is no drinking for the month of October and 
We are moving in some capacity, working out in some capacity every single day this month. That's challenging for me. I love to have a drink with my husband, a drink with my friends. I love to, um, you know, go to those Halloween parties and have um, a cocktail. But this month I am committed. And I'll share with you too that there's been there's been temptations. Absolutely. A commitment is not something that's easy. And it's also not something we take lightly or something that we quit on. So when you commit, you commit. And we can talk about the things, the aspects that are going to help you keep that commitment. Now, the second piece of this to being that fitness person that you want to be to creating and sustaining that consistent fitness routine is the action. So nothing works unless you act. Nothing is going to change until you take action. And that goes for your workouts, that goes for your nutrition, that goes for any damn thing you do in life. If you don't take action on it, it's not going to change. So first is the commitment, and then you've got to act. And I'm going to teach you today ways that you can act on it so that you will be successful. And then that third C in the CACs is the consistency. And we hear this all the time, that when we do something over and over, it becomes a habit. That's how we get to our goals. But if we only do it once in a while, that is not consistency. That does not reap the benefits. That is not going to get you where you want to be. So you have to show up for yourself saying, I'm in 100%. You have to believe in that. You have to take the action. And then you have to do that over and over and over in a consistent pattern. So let's talk about some of the things that we can do to help those CACs come to fruition and stick. The first one is defining your fitness goals. So you're going to set like those SMART goals that we talk about, like it's going to be clear and achievable. Like you're going to set something out in front of you to define it because you won't know if you don't define it. So that might mean it looks like I am going to lift a certain amount of weight in two months time. And then you have you know, your plan towards it, but having a goal is what's going to get you there. Maybe that goal is a a race. Maybe you're going to train for a a run. Maybe you're going to train for um, a biking event. Maybe you're going to set that fitness goal as being able to do something that you've always wanted to do and you haven't learned how to master it yet. Like maybe the pull up. (laughs) Okay. So defining the goal, making it a set clear goal helps you to commit to that and commit to the work that's required to go to it. The second thing is your planning. So obviously if we don't plan, we're not going to succeed. We want to plan and we want to explore different strategies for designing a well-rounded fitness routine. So this has got to, it's got to align with your goals, whether it's strength training or it's a cardiovascular in nature, if it's flexibility, if it's a combination of all of that, you need to have a plan and discovering different ways to get to the plan. So that might mean that someone's going to give you that information. Maybe someone's going to write out a plan for you. Maybe you're going to do your research and watch different speakers 
about how to get to that goal. Maybe you're going to go check out books at the library and figure out how to get to that goal. But having that plan in place will get you there. The third piece of this is the time management. So you have to give importance to the time management on what is it going to take for you to commit to this new routine. You're dedicating this time Amidst your busy schedule, and we all have busy schedules, you guys, I think it's like one of the top things I hear all the time about, I don't have time, or I'm too busy. It's it's BS, because you can eliminate something, you can say no to something in order to make your goal come to fruition. So time management means pull out your schedule and where can you make this happen? Where in the day can you get your workout in? Where can you um, get the planning in? Because you need to save time for that as well. It takes that action of making it happen. The next thing that we're going to talk about is building a consistent routine. So when we talk about a regular workout schedule, we talk about like prioritizing your commitments in and around your goals. So building a consistent routine that might not look like you're doing your workouts when you're building your workouts, it might look different every day. And that's okay. Because what's going to happen is you would be consistent wherever it falls. So for me, I love a good morning workout. However, I have early clients a couple days a week, and sometimes I can't get my workout in before I see my clients. So I have to get a little creative and it has to come later in the afternoon, not my optimal time to exercise, but I have a commitment to myself that I'm going to do this. And that's when it gets done. And the consistency is that on those days, I know my workout is later. Make sense? Next, I want to talk about that motivation and accountability. I used to think that I was the queen of motivation. I did. I taught group fitness classes forever. And I was the hype girl, the rally girl, the, you know, let's all have fun girl. That lasts for five seconds. Motivation is a fickle bitch. It'll go away and you will not be motivated. Come day four, come day 11, come day 26, you will lose that motivation And so you need accountability. And there's different ways that you can take accountability into action. You can be accountable to yourself. You can have in your phone somewhere where you tick off every day that you've done your program. You can be accountable to someone you live with. Maybe it's your spouse, your partner, you're letting them know, hey, I'm getting it done today. And, and then they can, you know, ask you, did you get it done? You can be accountable to a coach. I know in our program, we have um, where I can see when someone has done their workout. I know the workouts on the calendar. I see when it's done. I see what they used. I see how it felt. They're accountable. Accountability is accountability. So whether you are super self-disciplined and you can take that on on your own, great. If you are someone who's like, nope, I don't trust myself yet, get someone else to help you. One, two, three, four. 
A quick pause right there, because when it comes to body recomposition, who doesn't need a little help with accountability? Inside of the Badass Reset Method, you spend 12 weeks mastering your mindset so that you never have to do another program again. You get all of your nutrition plan, your customized workouts, habits, goals, accountability, so much more. If you are curious, have questions, or want more information, go click on the link in the show notes and head on over to the Badass Reset Method. Method. Okay, back to the show. One, two, three, four. Next up, you want to track your progress because when we track our progress, we start to highlight the significance of monitoring our fitness. So let me break that down. If you were to do a workout in week one and you repeated that same workout in week two, but this time you were able to do a few more reps or you were able to lift a little bit heavier. You're going to track that progress so that it will adjust that brain connection for you. So it will give you that boost of confidence. We, we create these neural pathways as we're exercising. And what happens is when we keep repeating these habits and then we increase somewhere, that positive, that little happy hormone release happens. And it begins to become this progress, both physically and mentally. So these things are necessary when you can see your results, when you're tracking your progress, it's necessary to help keep that consistency of your fitness program. Okay, we got to talk about overcoming plateaus and setbacks because plateaus and setbacks happen in every single weight loss, uh, muscle gaining, whatever program you have tried, whatever you're going to try, there will be plateaus and setbacks. It just happens, you guys. <laughs> happens. Don't don't beat yourself up for it. Knowing that they're going to come and being prepared for them is a whole different story. So let's kind of talk about some strategies for breaking through the fitness plateaus and dealing with the challenges. We in our program emphasize the resilience, knowing that it's going to happen and knowing that you can get past that, that you will come out stronger for it, that you do have the ability to work past that is wonderful. It will keep you going, knowing that they're going to come, knowing that the setbacks are going to come. Um, will keep you going. There's something called newbie gains. So when someone is new to lifting weights, new to working out, they have what's called newbie gains. And it's a sweet way of saying that that person is new. So they're having these big, huge adaptations. They're having like, things are changing quick. I know that with my clients that I've worked with in the past, both in person and online, they will be so excited because massive things are happening. Things are changing, things are shifting, and then it slows down. And it's kind of like, womp, womp, party's over. <laughs> things have uh, things have hit a plateau. It's okay. You will be able to adjust to those plateaus. So you need to know that they're going to happen. Be expecting them. 
And then you need to adjust. And how do you adjust? There's many different things you can do. You can start to periodize your program. You can start to take deload time where you're taking less, you know, intensity um, during your week. You can take a break. You can start to focus on a different way of training. There's so many ways around it, but just knowing that they're coming so that you don't let that stop you from being that 2.0 fitness person. Now, setbacks are a different story because setbacks are things that'll kind of take you out of the game for a little bit. So we're talking about injuries. We're talking about sickness. We're talking about a life event that comes up and setbacks are real too. I mean, that is part of life. So expect that they're coming and know that you can get right back into your routine. Because once you've committed and you're staying consistent for a while, this is going to become part of who you are. My goal is that people don't just take this long term, they take it forever. This is something that they just do forever and ever because it is good for your health. It's good for your longevity. It's good for your mental health and so much more. All right. Nutrition and recovery come into play as well, because you have to think about you need nutrition to support your fitness while you're working out and you need nutrition to support recovery for afterwards. So um, I will I will say again, and I will say it every single time I talk about nutrition, we need to focus on protein. We need to make sure that our protein numbers are dialed in. And if you're not sure how much protein you should be having, you should be tracking macros to know. Tracking macros is an incredible educational piece to let you know how much food your body needs for what you're doing and for what your goals are. And then once you know those things, you don't need to track anymore, but you'll have a really good eye for it. You'll be completely educated on how much protein is what you're eating. How do you know how to set that protein? You want to look for 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per body weight or per ideal body weight. So if you are 200 pounds and you want to weigh 150 pounds, your ideal body weight is going to be 150. It's the easiest way I can explain it for you. There are different things that we can do to find it um, going off of your lean body mass, but that's the easiest way that I can explain it to you. If you're trying to figure out how much protein you need, you do need carbohydrates. You need carbohydrates to fuel muscle after you lift and knowing what to get is it can be tricky. My clients, I always recommend after a lifting session, not so much a cardio session, but a lifting session that they aim for 30 grams of protein and 30 grams of carbs. And that protein is going to shuttle those carbs right back into the muscle to replenish glycogen and help build. And the protein is going to help to start to repair. So it's really important and it doesn't have to happen immediately after the workout, but in the next hour or two for sure. Okay. So next up, let's talk about like putting all this together. And that is you creating a sustainable lifestyle. When we talk about the transition of a short-term to long-term fitness routine, there's so many different aspects here that will help us get optimal results. All of the things that I just talked about, but these are all the things that will make it sustainable. 
So when we do them over and over, when we plan and we make that time and we work on having a consistent routine and we have that accountability and we track our progress and we work on our nutrition and our recovery and our sleep, all of these things are what are going to help you to have it be a sustainable forever and ever plan. And if you are in your 60s and you're listening to this and you're like, well, I kind of missed, I missed the boat on that. I didn't start early enough to make this consistent. I'm calling BS on that. It is never, ever too late. If you're in your 70s, never too late. If you are in your 80s, there's still things that we can do so that you can have movement as part of your life as part of your regular routine. If you're in your 20s and you're like, I've got all the time in the world, I don't need to worry about this. I am going to press upon you that um, it is really important that you start building muscle mass as early as you can. I think Lane Norton is the one who said that the best time to start building muscle was 10 years ago. And the second best time is today. (laughs) And that is, you know, that is, So true. It's never too late to start to build muscle, to start to make your heart healthier, to start to decrease fat on your body, to start to bring your blood sugars down, to start to help you with your blood pressure, to start with creating stronger bones. It's never too late. It does get a little slower as we age to start but it's never too late. So I encourage you, no matter where you are, if being that 2.0 fitness person is something that you care about, I want you to go to those CACs. I want you to think about commitment, action, and consistency. And you put those on replay again and again, and you are going to be that fitness person. I promise. And that is what I have for you today. I know that that was a good amount of uh, tips for you to take and really hold back from the tips until you're ready to commit. And when you're ready to commit, then you act. And then when you act, you do it again and again and stay consistent and you will be there. Wishing you all the best with that. Of course, I would love to know where you are on your fitness journey. And if this has helped you, Think about how you're going to sustain that. So the next time that you are ready and rearing to go, then you pull out the plugs and you make it happen. All right. Keep staying badass. And I will see you next time on the Badass Reset Club. Well, there you have it. One step closer to feeling strong, confident, and inspired to take care of you again. And you know what's even more badass? sharing this with a gal pal that might need a little fist pump in her life. If you got some inspo from this episode, I'd be honored if you took a screenshot for your social and tagged me at coach Heather Yancey. So I can send you a personal thank you. And please know that if you could take a minute to rate and review the show, it helps get this podcast to more people. And that's super badass. And finally, if you haven't joined the badass reset club on Facebook, what are you waiting for? I'll see you over there and go get them.